This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the goddess of food writing critique, Ann Christensen from Milwaukee Magazine. And yours truly, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. On this week's edition of This Bites, we have a lot of things to talk about, including a celebrity chef coming to UWM later this month, a new burger shop opening on Brady Street in 2020, new restaurant also opening in Miller Park, few events like Battle of the Chefs and Oyster Fest, and then we're going to round off with a couple of really cool things, a Harry Potter Kids Cooking Camp and a Malort Cooking Competition for this week's edition of This Bite. Let's kick it off with this special guest, that you're a huge fan of, mm-hmm. coming to UWM October 22nd as part of their Distinguished Lecture Series. Who is it? It's a chef, author, New York Times columnist, Samin Nazrat. Uh, yeah, she's coming to UWM on October 22nd at 7. As you mentioned, the UWM Distinguished Lecture Series. She, uh, she wrote one of your favorite books, right? Yeah, Salt, Fat, is- Acid, Heat, which is a great book for people that... Um, I would say want to like to cook and don't necessarily really feel like they want to be boxed in by recipes. a recipe. So it's basically the foundations of food mm-hmm. by these pallets of salt, fat, acid, and heat, which was transformed into a Netflix series, which is really, really good. You've seen it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so there, she's coming to town October 22nd, 7 p.m. to UWM. It is, it's uh, open to everybody. But I think there's ticket prices for people who are not students. We'll post links and details at our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash this bite. She's also known for uh, working in the famous Chez Panisse kitchen in San Francisco with, uh, was it Alice Waters? Alice Waters. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation on this bites with some really fun uh, chef events, some new restaurant openings and a Malort cocktail competition to name a few. Mm-mm. We'll can't be wait for that Malort cocktail competition. <laughs> we'll be right back. 889's new podcast series Backspin, the search for Milwaukee's first hip hop song is now available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and at radiomilwaukee.org/backspin. Stream all 6 episodes now. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. That was our conversation on a really cool event happening at UWM on October 22nd at 7 p.m. Chef, columnist, writer of Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, Samin Nosrat will be coming to Milwaukee again October 22nd, 7 p.m. at UWM. It's part of their Distinguished Lecture Series. Uh, they call it an evening with Samin Nosrat. Really, it should be really exciting uh, event. I, I bet you're going to be there. I'm not going to say one way or the other, but, <laughs> uh, you know, there's a good chance. Oh, yeah. We'll see. But I bet the ticket's going to go pretty fast. But next up, we're going to talk about a, uh, a new burger joint happening on Brady mm-hmm. Street coming in 2020. Uh, it's taking over that former um, spot uh, right in the corner of uh, Brady and Van Buren, Hybrid. right? Well, that well, used to be Dancing Ganesha at one point in time. When was that? I probably never was never here. You don't remember Dancing Ganesha? 
No, I moved here in 2007. Was that before 2007? Oh, gosh. That really makes me feel old <laughs> because I can't believe how long Dancing Ganesha has been closed. But the hybrid bar was over yeah, there. Yeah, hybrid bar. Uh, this is kind of be kind of this classic Wisconsin custard burger shop. Um, again, it's going to be a hot box burger shop. Again, it's been located at 707 East Brady Street. <clears throat> they were inspired by places like Cops, Fred's, Leon's. And so what they will be serving is uh, single, double, or triple patty burgers from a walk-up window in the building with a cheese of the week option. And then you also serve various kinds of sandwiches, including summer sausage, pepito, a ribeye steak sandwich from Venezuela, uh, along with three sausages made by Foltz Family Market in the Third Ward, Polish-Hungarian with house-made sauerkraut and bratwurst. Um, they also will be serving fried tacos filled with potato or with chorizo and steak, and off-menu items like zapikanka, which is a Polish street food, and an open-faced baguette. They also will have a secret menu. I'm not sure what's going to be in that secret menu. Because it's a secret. Yeah. But they look like, again, they source and a lot of really cool things locally. Yeah. Like the beef is coming from Nay's Big Sky of Slinger. And the buns are coming from Canfora Bakery on the south side. Then they will have uh, adult frozen custard drinks. Um, of course, beer, cider, and Bloody Marys and others. Again, they don't have an exact time, but they're thinking sometime early part of 2020 hot box burger will be uh, opening on the Brady. I love I love the single, the, the, the slim. Just a thin, bur- thin burger, burger patty. Pad. I don't know what it yeah. is about that that really, especially when you get the nice crust, a little bit of crisp. I like a little bit of that crisp crust yeah. on there, too. I don't know what it is, but I love, I just love that style burger more so than the big, you know, half a pound thick burger. Nothing wrong with it. It's just, I don't know why. I don't know. Do you have a preference? Um, I like a lot of different kinds of burgers, and I... I guess, you know, I don't have a favorite style because I think a, a thick, juicy burger can be great. Mm. You know, I, you know, a thin patty, as long as it's juicy and has yeah. a lot of flavor. and You got to do it right. Uh, you got to do exactly. Yeah, I, once you do it right, it, it, it is, I think it, it tops the big ones to me. Yeah. You know, because I don't know. Sometimes the big, thick ones, I'm just sitting there like, big old just mound of meat. meat. Yeah. In one bite. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I can maybe, do that. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Next up, another new restaurant, this time coming to Miller Park. So you know the that Friday's mm. over at Miller Park. Yeah. Well, it looks like they're getting a, a makeover, a new restaurant in uh, mid-January of 2020. It was announced on a video featuring Bob Euchre about this restaurant. So check wow. out the video. I was watching it earlier. Uh, they don't know the name of the restaurant, but they're thinking they'll be serving Wisconsin favorites with a twist on classic food and beverage offerings. Friday's been there since... It, Miller Park been open. Is that true? Oh, wow. I don't know, but it's been there a long, long time. Long time. Okay. So they kind of refresh in that area. That's kind of cool. But I don't know the name. What do you think the name should be? Um, Anne's Place. Uh, next, uh, we're moving right along on this. We really uh, are. It's, 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 like- it's, we're in the middle of a membership drive, so we are. Um, we feel kind of speedy We're kind of busy. Next is uh, the annual return of the Battle of Chefs events, a really cool event uh, that benefits um, the MPS Foundation for Culinary Program. I think this is the third year of them doing this. I think it's the third year. Um, so it's held uh, October 13th from 4 to 7. It's at the Chef's Table. And so they have three courses where chefs battle it out. 
There's an appetizer, entree round, and a dessert round. And they also have local celebrity sous chefs apparently will help the chefs. I was a sous chef one year. Um, At this? Yeah, I was also a judge one year. That's right. I remember when yeah. you were I, I was a chef and a judge one year. A sous, I think. Yeah. Um, so the chefs for the appetizer entree round includes Matthew Alfaro of Meat on the Street, Chef Manuel Brown, hope I got that round, of a restaurant called America's, which is opening apparently this month. And Chef Christian Schroeder were from Interstate Hotels and Resorts are handling the uh, battling out in the appetizer entree rounds. Then in the dessert round, we got pe- pastry chef Kimberly Hall from Signature Sweets Bakery taking on pastry chef Madeline Rule. Ruli, I hope I pronounced that right. I apologize. Of Bunny's Bite. And pastry chef Tamira White of Delicious Bites. And the, the sous chefs are Nicole Angrasano from United Way, Stephen DeVugas, hope I pronounced that right, of DeVugas Law Group, and Mayor Tao of WIDA, are the this year's um, sous Celebrity chefs. sous chefs. Celebrity sous chefs. Again, it's October 13th from 4 to 7 p.m. Course reports links over to our website at, at radiomilwaukee.org slash thisbites. We got something... Uh, Hopefully, uh, you, you, you you won't be shellfish about. I love to share my shellfish. So, Oyster Fest returns to Harbor House beginning October 14th to the 27th. Mm-hmm. Have you partaken Oyster Fest? I've never I've never gone to Oyster Fest. What do you do? You I just do hang out at home? What I do, just, what do do? Yeah, I just sit at home. And Aren't you a food critic? Aren't you supposed to be, like, about town doing do, I, I don't tell people where I'm going, Eric. <laughs> I try to be really secretive about stuff. You know, they don't know I what mean, you look like, so you can tell us, right? Let's try. I mean, I might. I I would imagine I will check out this year's okay. Oyster Fest. I mean, but you've I, never been before. I I not in the past. No, okay. no. But you like oysters. I do. I um. I don't love raw oysters like you do. Okay. I prefer fried, cooked, yeah. boiled. Yeah, one of the above. So it looks like there are about 15 types of oysters will be offered during Oyster Fest, plus a special oyster-dedicated menu. We'll uh, go through that, some of that. Um, so the Royston on the Half Shell includes uh, a company by Apple Cider Mignonette Relish, uh, Yuzo White Soy Rice Vinegar Jelly. I, I am butchering these names. I apologize. Champagne and Ice and Caviar and Cucumber Lime Mint Ice. As these accompaniments to the raw oysters, mm-hmm. uh, when you want to do some of the broiled oysters for sure. us, sure. Okay, so they're broiled oysters that are served with a chef's choice of butters. Um, so there's a sea urchin butter. Um, there's also creamy leeks and tarragon, sweet herb butter and crumbs, or garsley, garsley, garsley. Ah. That's how. You, that's what you think of. That that's the that's when you put garlic and parsley together. Did you know that garsley? Anyway, garlic, parsley, butter, and crumbs. <laughs> That's, those are the toppings for the broiled oysters. Um, they also, I'm going to mention some of these other ones because I totally butchered that. Um, <laughs> oysters Rockefeller, which uh, has cream spinach, bacon, pernod. And, Very traditional. And, yeah, breadcrumbs. There are beer-battered oysters, and there's a whole bunch of really cool things. that The, the oyster pot pie. Yeah, oyster pot pie. There's oyster and sweet corn cakes, uh, oyster and sweet corn chowder, um, oyster and clam chowder, oyster Caesar salad. Uh, an oyster po' boy sandwich. Um, and then there's an uni yeah. oyster filet, filet mignon, oysters, sea, sea urchin, urchin butter. butter. See, the thing, they have the oysters are doing beer battered, which if, you, if you're if you from the south like myself, a proper 
oyster poor boy is not beer battered. It, it is, is cornmeal dredged. Yeah, breaded. Yeah, because you want that pop of that oyster. You want to be close to the oyster as possible. Yeah. That's just, that's a southern thing. Yeah. But I guess the beer battered is a Midwestern thing, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's interesting. Have you had beer battered oysters before? I've never had them beer battered before. Oh, really? Hmm. Have you? No. I've never had oysters beer battered. Hmm. wonder what it's like. Because I don't know. I just, I don't want too much... Coating, especially for an oyster. Fish I can take, even shrimp. Yeah. But oyster, I don't. I agree. I don't think it know. should have a lot of coating on it. But I don't know. But it might be good. Again, Oyster Fest happening October 14th to October 27th at Harbor House. Again, we'll post links to all of that as well. Um, for all my, um, we're going to get into some cooking classes here. Um, for all the vegans out there or the vegan curious out there, uh, there's a cooking class at Milwaukee Public Market happening October 15th from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. called Vegan Meat Alternatives. Zakia Courtney is hosting the class on how to prepare vegan meat alternatives. She's been doing, um, been in the, been cooking in uh, 47 years. She's um, prepared delicious, soulful, vegetarian and vegan food for children. Uh, when and when the family changed, decided to change their diet over 28 years ago. So they've been doing this before, uh, like mm. it was a trend. Yeah. Right. Um, so she has transformed such family favorites as nine-layer salads, scratch biscuits, southern-style greens, and peanut stew into vegan alternatives, which is really cool. I love when people try to take really, especially soulful and comfort dishes, to make them vegan. Yeah. And especially, I've had some that have been really, really good. So. But here, she's going to learn teach you how to prepare two vegan meat substitutes. One will be a barbecue vegan pulled pork with trumpet mushrooms. So she's not using seitan or any of that yeah, yeah. fake meat. And the other one is vegan fried fish, spelled F-Y-S-H, with jackfruit. Yeah. So she's going to teach you that. So if you're interested in that, vegan curious, or we want to learn how to do this at home, because, you know, I figure that's kind of a... Might be hard for some people, you know, to prepare the meat alternatives because most of the time they only chance to get meat alternatives at a restaurant. So you got an opportunity to do it yourself. That's very interesting. And it's interesting how um, some of these substitutes that you wouldn't necessarily think of like jackfruit can have, can, can you know, su- can stand in for a meat, yeah. I guess, mm-hmm. and be satisfying to yeah. someone. Yeah. But I love when people use mushrooms. Oh, because there's too. so many types of mushrooms yeah. out there, and a mushroom usually absorbs whatever flavor you're taking on. Yeah, you know, since I already love mushrooms. I love when people use mushrooms. Like I know, real chili didn't tell me, but their vegan chili says there's no soy products. But I bet they use mushrooms as kind of the base, their meat base. I'm betting you, hmm. because there's a there's a vegan chili out of New York that uses mushrooms as well. They kind of grab the mushrooms, it gets this texture of meat. But they didn't tell me, but I get I'm, I'm gathering because they're not using any soy right. products yeah, yeah. or the, any kind of fake meat products. So right. I don't Interesting. know. I could okay. be wrong. I don't know. You could be. Yeah. Um, but I also want to mention another class coming up um, out in Thienesville. There's a catering company called Shillies uh, and they cater everything from, you know, huge parties to weddings and things of that nature. And they've got a, a roster of, of cooking classes coming up. Um, this month and then into December. Um, 
And, you know, like on the 13th, they're doing soups and stocks. On the 23rd, wine and cheese. Now, interestingly enough, they're doing something specifically for kids on October 26th. And this coincides with, you know, uh, Halloween. Halloween. And this is a Harry Potter kids cooking class. Ooh, Harry Potter um, is huge. Yes. And, um, you know, they're they're going to, you know, kind of transform this, this um, little cooking class into Hogwarts Academy. And kids are going to be able to make potions and chocolates and goodies. Um, and here are some of the things that they can make, okay? Mrs. Weasley's special pie, <laughs> um, polyjuice potion, <laughs> golden snitch pops, chocolate frogs, and then, because they're going to be doing some crafts as well, they're going to you, you can the kids can make their own magic wand, <laughs> and um, it's uh, a kid needs to be at least five years old to do this. Um, but it's going to be taught by um, the owner Scott Shilley. His daughter has come back, and she's part of the the, the crew now. Hadley Shilley, she's the grand master chef here um, of the house Hufflepuff. So um, that's coming up on October twentieth. Uh, I'm sorry, 26th, October 26th at noon. So they're not going to make the butterbeer? Uh, they did not mention that. Oh. They did not mention well, you're that. A, you're a Harry Potter fan, aren't you? I like Harry Potter, sure. Have you seen all the movies? I, lo- I, I like the books a so lot more you read more all the books? I, yeah, I like oh. the books a lot more than the movies. Okay. We're going to close out events uh, with an event. I know you were, you, you sentenced me, you were like, oh my God, yeah. I can't wait for this to happen. I, I hope know. they ask me to become a judge. How... How could this, you know, how could this go on without both of us? So Wisconsin is hosting its first ever Malort cocktail competition. Yeah. You were excited before we went on air. Like you lost your excitement. The Finer Things Cocktail Competition. So bartenders, I guess, I'm assuming bartenders will compete to make a cocktail to make Malort better. I was going to say, what exactly can they do? I mean, it's already good. How can you improve <laughs> on that amazing flavor? Yeah. But anyway, there's um, there's prize money. It's a big prize money. Um, and they will have, I guess, I'm assuming people who go will be get a chance to try out these uh, libations. Flavorful, herbaceous libations. Uh, it will be held at on October 24th from 7 to 11 p.m. at the Cooperage. The Malort cock. There was. I know there's one in Chicago they do, but this is the first one in Wisconsin. And I did submit to them that I think uh, you should be uh, definitely a key judge. And they make sure you get, like, you have to judge. You have mm-hmm. to drink the whole serving to judge. And if I don't, they put me in a dunk tank or something? A uh, dunk tank of Malort. Of Malort, yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. So I, I, saw, I saw a post. I don't know the joke post. I didn't get a chance to read it. It looked like Malort's going to come in cans. So I saw it on my feed and Facebook. I, I don't know if that was an onion story. Malort liquor is now available in coffee form. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. This is great. Malort liquor is now available in coffee form because why not? The headline says, this is a joke. Malort is a Swedish word for wormwood. Of course, the key ingredient of this amazing uh, beverage. Yeah, it's a can. Okay. Chicago has always been blurring the lines. I'm reading this quote from my Instagram. We infused our favorite liquor um, and then got roasted and like blah, 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 coffee, blah, blah, blah. So it was made for Riot Fest. So it's, uh, yeah. So it was real. So this is true. This is that not is some true. kind of joke. Right. So it will be available. All cans will be available at Chocolate City Coffee Palace and Bodega. And that's in Chicago. 
So your coffee spike with Malort. Have you ever tried that? I mean, like you're the you're the, the king of Malort. So I mean, have you mixed it with coffee? I mean, I I can't even imagine putting. I that can in see it good with Doc Rose, and then Chicago Tribune, your buddy Josh Knoll, says forget about putting vodka in Bloody Marys. <laughs> Put Malort in your there Bloody you Mary. There you go. Why not? Why not? I mean, this is the season of Malort. I don't know why we haven't got our T-shirts and like our. I know. I should be. I'm asking you this question since we've been we've been, been championing this. I know. In our tagline for four years of Malort. Four years this November, we've been doing this, and no love from anybody. Oh, you're expecting this to be like something that like pro bono somebody just kind of makes for us. Where's our swag, man? <laughs> Where's our swag? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, well. I, anyway. I no love. Well, that's this week's edition, uh, abbreviated edition of The Spites. Um, the Spites is produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and generosity from your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash ThisBites on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And as always, stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold. Yes. That's our tagline, people. Right. Where's our swag? It's four years we've been doing this before any of all these cocktail competitions, whatever. Tariq really wants a onesie that he can wear. We've been championing this forever. You want one of those union suits, actually. You want one of those tank tops. Yeah. Yeah. A tank top. And one of those headbands. The headbands. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs>